And now, two pigeons bemoaning the fact you can stream DirecTV satellite-free. You see this? A family watching baseball on DirecTV with no satellite dish in sight. Let's heckle them. You call that changing the channel? Choke up on the remote, buddy. I hope getting all these games on DirecTV makes up for your mother not pre-chewing your sunflower seeds. DirecTV has the most MLB games. Visit DirecTV.com. Claim based on total games offered on national and regional sports networks with choice package or higher. Availability of RSNs varies by zip code and package. High-speed internet service required. Terms and restrictions apply. How's it going, everybody? This is Andy McCullough from The Athletic here with Pedro Mora. Also from The Athletic, you are listening to The Scribes of Summer, a show about the Los Angeles Dodgers who are trailing the Atlanta Braves 2-1 to in the National League Championship Series. But Pedro, not every deficit is the same, is it, man? Am I right or no? I don't know. Andy, Andy, you're very right, man. Andy, you're extremely right. It sure looks a lot better for the Dodgers than it did on Wednesday, didn't it? Doesn't it? Wednesday afternoon around this time, right? So, yeah, these guys are in fine position to win the series still. I think the advantage is ultimately, we, you know, we thought of it as the Dodgers starting pitching advantage, but it's really kind of more the Braves starting pitching deficiency, I think. That's that a good it, way to frame it. That yeah. is the issue. For as good of a team as the Atlanta Braves are, it's kind of amazing that they're going into a, a seven-game series without off days with three starters. Even in a traditional best-of-seven, we talk about how they would have no one to start the fourth game for a team this good. I mean, they are a very good club, obviously. The lineup, the bullpen, those are upper echelon. But they just don't have starters. They don't have them healthy right now. So the Dodgers are today going to face a guy who's had one good start in his major league career, maybe two? Uh, I mean, he's made seven in his career total. <laughs> I mean, like... <laughs> yeah he threw five good innings against the marlins like a few weeks ago and that's i think yeah, that's what i'm talking yeah. about that was his best career outing that's not really comparable to clayton kershaw no matter how many people want right. to write the narrative and, and, <laughs> right and right like even if you just put up six innings and three runs which will you know raise his career postseason era the dodgers should be winning this game you know i was talking to uh someone in the dodgers organization this week who sort of mentioned the idea that you know that, that it seemed like based on the quality of the bats in those first two games it seemed like the Dodgers had kind of viewed San Diego as the you know the team to beat and once they got them they could kind of you know cruise through because they knew that Atlanta had such a as you said pitching deficiency but I think we saw you know Max Freed is a good pitcher possibly a very good pitcher and Ian Anderson you know performed well enough and the Dodgers, you know, were too impatient at the plate up until basically, you know, the latter innings of game two. And it just kind of carried, I mean, you know, carryover is kind of nonsense. But I, I mean, I think in some ways, probably what happened there at the end of game two, at the very least, woke them up to how dangerous they can be. And you saw very early in game three that uh, they are capable of really doing damage. Yeah, we could discuss momentum forever, but... It only matters in so much as it makes the people involved feel better. And if the people involved feel better, then they're liable to perform better, I think. I mean, the Dodgers were more celebratory early on in Wednesday's game than they had been the first two. You know, Kike Arenetta said for game one, they weren't energetic. And that's the whole thing. Uh, the, the, off, the trope is that, you know, the chemistry comes from winning, right? And, and celebration comes from winning. But I think it was notable. The Dodgers were pretty tight, I guess, relatively tight, whether you want to attribute that to that they had already, they viewed it as they had vanquished their best opponent in the, in their previous round, you know, very possibly. But I think 
you don't necessarily want to be... In the last round, it seemed like they had matched San Diego's energy to some extent. This time, in the first two games, it was not there. They uh, quickly ameliorated that in uh, the first inning of Game 3, and now they're in um, fine position to, to take control of the series, right? If they just... Um, they can't, you know, flub the pitching again. That's all. It made sense to feel like the Braves were in a pretty good spot because while Kyle Kyle Wright has not been particularly great in his big league career, he is a first-round pick. He did pitch well, you know, in his last postseason start. With a competent outing, I think that game last night is very different, but that is not what happened. <laughs> like, And so, you know, uh, the Dodgers crushed Kyle Wright. They scored 15 runs. They burned uh, Huascar Inoa. Uh, who was a potential candidate to start Game 5. And so now, like, what is really interesting from Atlanta's perspective is, as as you have mentioned, they have a good bullpen. And they're going to have their guys pretty much all with a day of rest ready to go. You know, Melanson, Matzik, Will Smith did not pitch. Minter did not pitch yesterday. You know, kind of the only, you know, relatively... Uh, Darren O'Day did not go yesterday. So they have all those guys. The problem is that they have to run two bullpen games in a row, essentially. Unless, you know, somehow Bryce Wilson gets through, you know, five innings. They're going to have to cover a lot of innings over two days with relievers. And that's just very difficult to do, especially when you're playing a team as good as the Dodgers. You saw what happened when San Diego tried to do it. And especially when in game six, you're going to need to relieve some relievers too. <laughs> it's not like the series ends there. It'd be one thing if this was it. They're going to ask those guys to, to get 54 outs, and then they're going to um, ask them to probably get another 18 over the next two nights if they get there, right? And the series sure looks like it's going seven games. So it's it's just not an ideal position. And, but they could do it because their bullpen is as good as it is. And they could also do it because they could score a lot of points, as we've seen, that they can, they can go on a run offensively and, you know, all of a sudden roll up four or five run innings in a way that, you know, they can they can win. So in some ways like this, it kind of reminds me of the ALCS last year between the Astros and the Yankees. I remember the Yankees kind of bullpen their way through game two. And there was sort of this like discourse about like, wow, like Aaron Boone pushed all the right buttons. And, and I was just thinking like, no, they're going to end up losing down the road because they have had to burn all these guys so soon. They're going to get second and third looks at these guys later in the series. You need starting pitching to win in the postseason. It's it's really kind of a difficult thing. Like, is there a team in recent memory who has won with as little starting pitching as Atlanta has right now? I was wondering that earlier. Um, I might have to look through that. I, I don't recall that. I don't recall that. They have two starters, and really, and even the second one, who, who has pitched well, I mean, he is far from an established major leaguer. It's kind of an amazing thing that they're as good as they are with, with this lack of of starting pitching. Everyone holds up the Kansas City, the 15 Kansas City Royals. They didn't have great starting pitching, but I wouldn't even go good. I would just go they had starting okay. pitching. <laughs> I mean, they, they had I, guys yeah. who started games. You know, they did, they did have that. They had Johnny Cueto and they had, uh, you know, Edison Volquez was very good. That no, it was their rotation was Volquez, Cueto, Ventura, and Chris Young who at various times all pitched good games in that postseason. Now, again, these were not aces, but these were guys who could get into the fifth or sixth inning, which is way different than what Atlanta's trying to do. That's fair. I mean, yeah, those guys, I would still call that not a great staff, not a good staff even, based on what it looked like in the year, for the year. I mean, Cueto wasn't good when he arrived there. Uh, he was up and down. Yeah, he was up and down. He pitched some really great games. He pitched two 
excellent games and two kind of terrible ones. Do you want to guess what his ERA was as a Royal in 2015? I would say like a four and a half. Yeah, higher, four, seven, six. Not great. Yeah, but he also, you know, threw like a shutout in a clinching game against the Astros. He'd also had, had been good in his life. I believe he threw like eight innings of one-run baseball against the Mets in another game. I mean, you know, he did things that Kyle Wright will not be doing in this series. Yeah, I'm not. I don't think it's, <laughs> it's it, the Braves' staff should not be compared to the Royals. The Royals was more like it, it's veering closer towards mediocrity than it is in like sure. inability. That's this. The Braves just don't have the pitching. Right, they it's literally not, do not have the bodies. Yeah. The, <laughs> right. the Royals just weren't very good, in my opinion. And like you know, you could argue that to some extent, but they just you know they didn't have an ace. They didn't even ha- they wouldn't they didn't have a guy who would fit as a number two. Yeah, at that time, quite arguably, that's what it is. But the Braves just don't have. They have three starting pitching starting pitchers, and two of the three have started a combined you know fifteen games in the major leagues. Like Max Fried's had a really nice year this year, but this is his first really good year. I think the way you framed it as, you know, less the Dodgers' advantage than Atlanta's pitching deficiency, I think we're really going to, you know, we're going to see kind of the, the, the limitations of that, I guess, over these next few nights. If the Dodgers' work counts hit the way they did during the season, they have no excuse not to score several runs per night. And so that should net them victories. They, they don't need to do anything other than they just need starters to provide solid outings. And they'll, they should be just all right. Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human and customer service anytime. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. And now, two pigeons bemoaning the fact you can stream DirecTV satellite-free. Hey, Frank, a little birdie told me you don't need a satellite dish to get DirecTV. What's little birdie? Was it Jimmy the Sparrow? It's a figure of speech. Point is, you can stream DirecTV over the internet now. Oh, sure. Next you're going to tell me those big birds are made of metal and filled with people, right? (laughs) You mean airplanes? Stream DirecTV without a satellite dish. Visit DirecTV.com. High-speed internet service required. Terms and restrictions apply. What uh, do you think fans can expect from Clayton Kershaw this evening? Oh, Andy, I don't know. What do you think? I mean, who knows? I mean, I would imagine that his physical condition is not going to be too cumbersome. I it, it seems like if he's able to pitch after getting two extra days of rest, then the health aspect will not be an excuse for how he performs. Uh, I think Atlanta, you know, obviously poses some problems as a lineup. They have some good right-handed sticks, although their best hitter is a, is a lefty. I think six innings and a quality start is um, pretty likely, but, you know, we shall see. I think it's going to be, you know, it's it's curious. I mean, like when you, for the Dodgers being down 2-1, I, I just, I still don't even feel like there's a ton of pressure on Kershaw. Tonight. I could just be totally off on that. Uh, I mean, if they lose the game, they're like, I mean, I, I, I disagree that yeah i guess you're yeah you're probably right he puts an incredible amount of pressure on himself down three one is really hard to win a series i mean that is true that is true so it just feels like they're in a in a very good position they are i I still expect them to win the series as of now but if they lose today i would adjust my opinion you know one of the the main issues for the dodgers moving forward is they i have no idea how they're supposed to collect the final nine outs of a game and i don't think they know either well the dustin may thing really helps in the in the world series 
using him as a reliever with the off days would really make it a lot easier. Having either Gonsolin or May really would just make the entire thing just far simpler. One, you can start when you can reserve one of those guys in the bullpen and then keep another one of the starters still available on a, on a short rest or, you know, on a one-inning basis. It's problematic. But Blake Trinan was good. I mean, do you are you willing to, you know, discard a, a reliever's 20 innings during the season, 22 innings during the season in favor of one bad outing? You know, in the in the postseason, you know, I don't I don't think you should, right? Trying to should still be the, if he was the guy that in the Dodgers' opinion based on you know July, August, and September, then he should still be the guy now. I'm gonna read you Blake Trinan's stats this year. I, I I know what they are. I know he didn't strike people out. I was saying that all season, but he looked better later in the year. He looked pretty good down the stretch in September, like the last two weeks of the year. I understand he didn't strike these out. I understand his his FIP and like he he wasn't great. Like he just wasn't dominant. I think their best reliever is is Gratterall, Bruce R. Gratterall. I think they might think so too. He could do it, and it, he he can he can handle some relief innings, some high leverage ones. The problem is that just he doesn't strike people out. So depending on the scenario, that's not ideal. It seems to me that that if they get through this series, the way to uh, relieve moving forward is is Gonsolin and May are going to have to be you know three appearances each, you know two to three innings at a time. Uh, Ooh, that's whether... aggressive! Wow. Okay. Yeah. Then, I mean, would you then like who to win starts a World game Series? Four? Uh, well, you have whoever... You go a bullpen game. Yeah, okay. Yeah, kind of a bullpen game with one of the two, whoever's fresher, I think. Oh, and you're counting that. Okay, I get it. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, I mean, you have one yeah. of them lined up, you know, behind... Essentially every uh, day. Yeah. yeah. I think that was sort of the plan. You know, maybe not that aggressive, but that was sort of the plan before the lack of off days became... I think clear. the plan was to do that, you know, when necessary. Not, you know, you can't do, you can't do a month of that during the, the postseason. But you can do, yeah, you can do, you know, 10 days of it, something like that. I mean, we're speculating here entirely. But, yeah, I think May has shown that he can handle that. Gonsolin has been a reliever for a long, was a reliever for a long time. It lines up okay. And I like that setup for the Dodgers, especially, you know, behind. Urias has been pretty good. And piggybacking him works well. Gonsolin, you know, the team showed it all, all uh, again and again with how they treated him during the season. They like him much more the first 75 pitches of an outing. Than right. They do. And, you, and you saw that the other night. I mean, he was dynamic those first three innings. And then he started to look kind of human yeah and so if you can limit him to those then that's um then he looks then he starts to look wonderful this has been an interesting series i don't know uh, I, has it has it gone the way you thought it might has it has it surprised you in any way well the dodgers are kind of overall in the postseason now a lot of the dodgers who have struggled in postseason's past are hitting now which i didn't necessarily expect that all to happen i mean seager bellinger both to have you know a thousand era ish ops's i think is surprising to me Right, based on I did not think that Bellinger was going to do that, so that that is a, a positive sign. I did not expect Kershaw was going to be scratched. But other <laughs> yeah, than that, that, was, that was a bit surprising. <laughs> yeah, other than that, the Braves' best players are the ones hitting. Right, Freddie Freeman, Ozzy Albie's, Ronald Acuna Jr. They're they're performing. So it's not um you know we we expect postseasons to turn on um, on stars, and for the Braves, their stars have performed. Mookie Betts got it started yesterday, so it's it's it should be fun. I expect it to go seven games, and I think um, it'll be tight and fun. It seems to me that the Braves are who the Dodgers thought they were. I mean, like they're, they're a good club. They can really bang that ball around. Great lineup, best hitter in the sport, who's going to be really hard to get out, you know, five times a night. If you had one more starter, it would, you know, you could really feel comfortable projecting a, a win in this series. But without that, it's just, it's hard. It is. I mean, they ran away with the American or the National League East. Uh, and, you know, to do that with, you know, really not a lot of starting pitching is not easy to do. Didn't you say that it's just because the NL East was? I mean, I thought the NL East was good, but I thought you've you've slandered it and said it's awful. Well, you were the one who's you think like the Phillies were good. I mean, the Nationals weren't a good team, the Mets weren't a good team, and the Phillies weren't a good team. Yeah, what you, this postseason's missing is the Phillies, man. 
<laughs> we need the Phillies. Yeah. That's just a very funny take for a rational man. You have a that's just a very. I mean, I don't actually ir- think that I was doing irrational that for, take for the yucks, but um, for the yucks. <laughs> but I do like the Phillies. I, I think they were. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I thought they were going to be good this year too, but they they can't pitch at all. Philly guy. What man. are you going to do? All right. Well, we will be back on Monday. We should have a uh, better sense of where things will be with the Dodgers. Uh, you still sticking with Dodgers and seven? Yes, sir. What about you? I'm going to stick with Dodgers and six just because it's still on the table. So I'm not going to back away just yet. It's aggressive. Okay. More likely if they win, it's going to have to go seven. But I'll just say six. Why not? Like it. I'm curious to see if they get a second look at Max Freed, how that, how that plays out. Yeah, and where he has to go 100 pitches and as much as he can to try to save the Braves' bullpen. Yeah, it's not ideal. It's a tough spot. I mean, the Dodgers line up when they are taking good at-bats and not getting themselves out and, you know, hitting the way they did, you know, like in Game 3 of the of the DS and Game 3 last night of the CS. I mean, is, you know, good luck. That's not fun. I wonder if we're going to see the Braves, like, use their, their best relievers, like, four days in a row or something like that. At least three we're, we're about to see, I think. Unless they're going to score eight runs, how are they going to win otherwise? Yeah, I guess they have to. I don't foresee Bryce Wilson going five innings tonight, and I don't foresee, you know, Josh Tomlin or whoever gets rolled out in game five, you know, going three. And, like, that's a lot of outs you got to cover. Yeah, the Dodgers looked like they had Josh Tomlin timed just fine. So <laughs> Yeah, I got a text from a, a rival exec during that inning who just was like, Josh Tomlin is not the right man for this spot. <laughs> <laughs> just because his his stuff just does not play with the Dodgers lineup and the Dodgers with good lineup hitters, is, yeah. Yeah, is not a team you want to wake up and that's kind of what they did. I I get what you're saying. I tend to agree with you about the momentum uh thing, you know, like cuz if if Kyle Wright comes out last night and, you know, just pitches better and like can locate a sinker and all that sort of stuff, no one's talking about the game two ninth inning, but I do think that there was a bit of the Dodgers kind of reminded themselves of who they were and went out and played like it the next day and I I think it we'd be kidding ourselves if there was to say there's no correlation there oh we no, no I'm idea not how saying much. that at all yeah I'm, no I'm, yeah. I'm I'm thinking that there was one I mean they felt oh. better yeah yeah. Oh, did, I, yeah did you misunderstand there I don't know you were kind of like you were kind of like well yeah we could talk about momentum I said we could talk about momentum forever because you can debate it as you know it's like the thing of clutch that we've argued about for hours past but momentum I'll, I'll give and accept as it's about the way someone feels. If they believe that they have momentum, essentially, I think they have momentum to an extent. Right. Because right. if you're right. feeling better, then you're you're more likely to perform well. That's just a, like a human truth. So I'm okay with that. Like if they thought they had momentum, then shit, shit, they had momentum. I guess. Like, well, they sure. Yeah, I mean, I'll tell you what had momentum was that ball that Eddie Rios hit. Ooh. He has a great swing, huh? (laughs) He's a nice player. We will be back on Monday to talk more about the Dodgers. Stay safe, and we'll be back soon.